0: Alright. What's the topic of discussion here?
1: I don't know yet, but <laughs> we have merged coming. It's
0: true. <laughs> we do. What's we the website merch. called? Uh I'll
1: look I'll look right now. It's not up yet, but it probably will be by the time this is up. If
0: it ever gets up.
1: It's uh gonna be the dot com. That's dirty. And I can put like a little screen recording of the website up there.
0: Oh yeah. See you, Hunter, bye Hunter. That's our <laughs> companion. It's our, <laughs> that's our Jamie of the podcast. He <laughs> yeah. turns on the cameras when we need him. So uh, what's the plan after this? We're gonna go ice bath, right?
1: Jump off a cliff. Oh, Actually.
0: And then ice bath. And then ice yeah. bath. <laughs> How about we all? Uh, what's been going on with everybody? I mean, what's going on?
2: How you been Russ? I've been good I just finished uh, my uh, summer class And now I'm basically just have a month off before school starts So it's nice
0: Good guy We just finished summer league Wait, did you finish your You just finished your class? Mm Mm-hmm So you you handed in that last last project? Mm Mm-hmm Good stuff
1: We finished our last basketball tournament in the summer (laughs) of our
0: lives yesterday Yes. Yes, we did it was pretty euphoric. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Summer's a lot. Yeah, normal season's fine. It's basically, cool. now you guys have. Well, don't, Nick has football. Yep. yep. Me and Dylan is <sighs> just phonies. Phonies. He's a phony. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah. Basically, and uh I was gonna say before we came here, we had a little dirty lift leg day. It was very rough. Hunter uh, puked, <laughs> and then he le- <laughs> like went to he went to bed on the floor. I don't know. You didn't see that in no. the bathroom. Yeah, So fun. take a nap quick. Yeah, but I didn't one. Yeah, Russ, you were talking about the pheromones, like perfume. Oh, was it? Yeah. Talk
2: yeah. about that. Yes. Um. There's uh like basically perfumes, not even really perfumes, just like scents that both sexes can buy that can attract the other sex. I was, <laughs> I don't know how I came across that, but um, do you know like uh.
0: What produces the pheromones, like, naturally, like, why is it, a, like, a cue for, like, that people are attracted to, it, you know? Because, like, most things, there's a reason why people are attracted, like, why would, uh,
2: do you know? I don't know in particular. I mean, I think it's just, like, a mating thing. Well, yeah. Does it show, maybe, does it maybe show fertility? Or that, they're, like, um... Oh, well, I uh, it, yeah, yeah, I guess it would, because, um, most of the compounds are very similar to... Steroid compounds, like at least in males, so if you have a higher, um, like testosterone level, you are gonna secrete more of those, in your, more of those pheromones in your sweat.
0: That's what I would guess, cause like things like, I mean, most uh, cues when it comes to like a uh, man and stuff like that, like say, for men, uh, like shoulder to width to hip like ratio, that just like shows like you are more testosterone, more masculine, and then like vice versa for women, like you know, if the, like the big uh, hip to waist ratio, if that's more. Like that's like the number one thing I think that men find attractive in women, like like generally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like it has all that, like, to do with that, all that stuff has to go back to fertility. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's why fair ones
2: are attractive. Yeah, 100. percent It's kind of interesting though. It's kind of weird that someone could apply that. Makes you wonder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like, is it like, is that like a make or break type of
2: thing? Like, I mean, if. No, it's just, like, it's, I'm assuming the effects are actually quite subtle. But, yeah.
0: That'd be really cool. No, because I have, I have heard stuff, like, people say, like, uh, don't put on too much cologne because, like, you want, like, your ones to, like, be, still be out there. Like, you don't want to just, like, absolutely drown yourself. I don't know. Have you heard that? Interesting. No. You haven't heard that? Maybe I'm just no. a big <laughs> loser over here. I've just heard that, like, know, like on like Snapchat story or something like that. <laughs> I have I don't heard know how people bread. say
1: don't put on too much cologne, but probably yeah. just
0: because
2: it can be too strong. Yeah. Unless it's pheromone cologne. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You can't open it never. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah, you probably can, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to buy some of that tonight.
2: Did it? I won't. Did it have a price <laughs> on it? Like how much was that? Uh yeah, one bottle I saw was it depends on the product. There was one bottle that had four compounds in it. Um and that was like forty nine dollars. There's another one with one or two compounds I saw for like twenty three. It's not bad, honestly. It's very cheap, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, we've been basketball.
2: Fairmont Cologne.
0: Yep. <laughs>
2: I uh, what were you going to talk about? You said you wanted to talk oh, about something.
0: Uh-huh. I was watching... Dude, I swear every time I bring up something that has to do with Joe Rogan, or <laughs> like John Pearson? but I was watching Joe Rogan's podcast, and... Talking about, you know, uh, what's his name? I think I brought up to you at basketball practice the other day. You know, what Charles Manson is the Sawaska guy, yeah, the killer. Apparently, he was in, he was involved in what's it called the MK Ultra, MK Ultra, like CIA or FBI. I'm not it's sure, it's CIA, the he mind was, control, yeah, the CIA, uh, like called the MK Ultra trials or something like that. Um, and where they would give these people LSD, yeah, and he was involved in that, and that's like majority of the reason that, uh, he was the way he was and did the things he did and he would and they try to figure out how to like you him mind control and they would give that to other people and like get so you would get followers like was this before or after he was convicted I don't I'm not before he well, killed well, anybody this is yeah that's why he killed people that's what you're saying okay that's what they're saying yeah I mean like I don't know like, exactly 100% if this is accurate but like this is what I've heard and I think it was it, uh, Ted Kizinski too I think that was, he was also involved in the uh, where'd you hear this on Joe Rogan, they're talking about it. Joe was talking about it,
2: and that was before he went. I think so. If you want to look it up, I mean, that would probably make sense. I mean, because he was a very like smart. I mean, a lot of people are smart and they can go crazy. I'm not saying they can't go crazy, but his credentials and like his career like would not indicate um, like such a personality. You yeah. know,
0: was, uh, he was saying something? Yeah, like yeah, because like his brother was normal. Because it wasn't his brother his brother who turned him in? Um, I think, I'm not sure. Yeah, but like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, it's a person, just like, like you said, he has credentials. He's a normal person. He's very, like academic. He's like a scholar. And just, I don't know where, just, like, what did he exactly do? I don't, like, I get like Ted Bondi and Ted Kaczynski mixed up. Wh- wh- which is which? Kaczynski
2: sent bombs to That's a, okay. That's a lot of I governmental thought. buildings, yeah. Was he
0: the unibomber? Oh, oh, yeah, I watched uh, oh,
2: that. Exactly. the Unabomber. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. But, um, so I get those mixed up. Ted Bundy just murdered people. Yeah, and a lot of females find him attractive. Apparently, you yeah, that? yeah. was like, "Oh my god, he's so hot."
1: I think there's a show on Netflix that I watched about him.
0: Yeah, It and has a, what's his name, Zach Efron. Yeah, really uh, I haven't seen it, but I like saw it.
2: I feel like he hasn't. He didn't really exhibit too me- too much of like the dark triad traits either, which is weird. Like, you know, is you know ski I mean? or Bundy?
1: Bundy. No, that's the thing with that whole case is that. Like, he was just a completely normal guy. Like, he had a family and everything. That's but so then he'd just, like, go out into different states and murder people.
0: That's just so but, weird. Like, what makes someone do that? Like, it has to be some motive. Like, did they figure out? Like, I don't know. I don't know what happened in the cases.
2: I, yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it was basically just psychopathy for the most part. Yes. Like, I'd, I'd assume. Be. I'd assume that'd be the the most, uh the, the biggest factor in that. So you like, have what, to be a psychopath. What exactly
0: did Ted want you just, just killed people? But he like mutilated them.
1: Yeah. Like cut their limbs off and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Not a good guy. Good what's guy. No. What's the name <laughs> of the the
2: plane guy who uh like hijacked or whatever. Oh, oh my D.B. god, i was gonna <laughs> <video. Yeah. Who laughs> such a
0: stud. No, D.B. Cooper. Cooper. You know that one movie oh, what's called?
2: Oh, that's the the guy who uh stole all that money. Yeah, I went onto yeah.
1: Pl- it was like nineteen seventy two. He went onto a plane. Yeah. He said he handed the stewardess a note. It said I have a bomb in my briefcase and then he said like come sit next to me and then he told her to go to the cockpit and he said I need four parachutes and $200,000 cash which is equal to like a million now and then they landed the plane he let everybody off except the crew he got the 200000 as parachutes they went back up and they were going from like Seattle to Reno in Nevada I think yeah, yeah. And then when they went over, like, Oregon or something, the cabin pressure just changed. So, they're like, okay, the back, like, the stairs are open. And he just jumped out. Wasn't was like a par- big... Did he
2: have a parachute? Yeah. Wasn't he asked for big...
1: four, the whole thing was, like, he asked for four of them so that they couldn't give him a fake one. Because they didn't know if they were going to use, it, like, to throw a hostage out with him. Yes. But he never hurt anybody.
0: Wasn't a big fact, Uh, wasn't there, like, a storm as well during this? Yeah.
1: He jumped out during a storm, middle of the night. It's raining. They're over mountains, in the middle of a forest. Yeah, and they've, they've they they never, never found a parachute.
0: Anything? Oh, didn't they find some money? Six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. <laughs> That's they're like, just buried in a beach. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. They're like, well, they're like, I think they're like pouring concrete or something like that, and like they. I don't know. Maybe something. No, like um, it was like it was some project or something. Yeah, like. I started watching a series uh, well, I wa- on Netflix about it too. Yeah, I watched a YouTube video about it yeah. a while, while ago.
1: And it it was something like, some dude said that he was DB Cooper. Yeah. And then they uh, he's like, yeah, they're gonna find six thousand dollars like tomorrow, buried in the sand or something. And yeah. then they did, but it wasn't DB Cooper. But and yeah. DB Cooper wasn't even his name. I guess he wrote Dan Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. On the Card, but they just came up with DB Cooper. Oh, apparently he was like a hero. Actually, yeah, like no people loved him. Why? Because he didn't hurt anybody. He was just oh, like, like, he well, was like, just a stud. Everyone's like, yeah, we oh, love yeah. DB Cooper. They were like celebrating him in bars and stuff. Like,
0: oh, I know what you're talking about. I thought you meant like beforehand. Like, think yeah. like, his actual like who he was. Like, he's no, like a, like a war veteran. So I don't no. think they know who he is. Yeah, no, cause yeah, I remember watching a YouTube video a while back about it, and they said like they had like three like people. Yeah. All, oh, I was gonna say. Like, the Zodiac shit, too. Oh, my That's God. That's wild. That That's
2: movie was insanely cause good.
0: Because, like, just like the... Like, they never figured it out. They don't know who the Zodiac... DB Cooper
1: th- is the only unsolved uh, plane hijacking in American history. Well, I bet there's not that much. I hijackings? There used I mean, to be a lot of hijackings, I, mean, like, I guess. Really? Before 9-11. Because I guess they were saying that it used to be just, like, uh, going to, like, a bus stop.
0: Yeah, you just walk in, write your name down, hop on a plane. I remember hearing like it's like a like a, a bunch of old people talk about, like how like everything is like, so regulated now cause, like back then before nine eleven, I mean like understandably yeah, something like that. Well, yeah, uh, you don't want them to. Yeah, like find they, they just they go on there and they like, do whatever they want, but now it's just like super regulated.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, there used to be like not be metal detectors anything,
0: I guess. Just go walk on. Yeah, the plane. Yeah, you just walk <laughs>
1: onto a plane. I guess people in like Japan all There's the like- time they <laughs> would do
0: it for political reasons.
2: Like you got a gun on you? Oh, okay, you don't. Oh, you chilling? It's
0: good.
1: I don't know if this was. I think it was in the documentary, the D.B. Cooper one, it was just talking about how people in Japan, like a group of political activists in Japan, hijacked a plane with samurai swords. What? In like the 70s. (laughs)
0: Wow. Good for them. Yeah, those are good guys. (laughs) Samurai swords. So, uh, we're taking an ice bath after this, right? Correct?
1: Yeah, we might have to go buy some ice, but we just got a 100-gallon... Water trough. We're going to fill it with ice. Yeah. It's filled with water already.
0: What's the... Do you know the... What's the study or like what Andrew Huberman was talking about in regards to cold exposure? It's like the details of it.
2: I'm not too familiar with it. You guys actually might know more than me.
0: Okay, well, I remember he was stating on his podcast, Andrew Huberman, the... What's it called? Deliberate cold exposure? No, like I'm saying his podcast. What's it called? Oh, Huberman Lab. Uh, Huberman yeah. Lab. Good resource. Watch it if you want to learn about... Just like general, like, uh, health, health, biology, like biology. What, what do you say his,
2: um, I think, is he a, I think he might be a neurobiologist. Neuro,
0: something like that. I don't know. It was like the human uh, body. Kind of like health. biohacking almost. Yeah. But he, not like that, but yeah. Yeah. Like, like he's like, he, uh, yeah, whatever. But he said that you should, I think it was 11 minutes a week only, which seems weird, but 11 minutes a week of cold exposure. So, just, like, added up 11 minutes a week. So, you could do, like, three minutes, four minutes, and then four minutes again.
1: But, like, cold to the point where, like, yeah, like you're just, miserable sitting in yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Cold to the point where he said... This is the way he says it always is, like, where you're in it and you want to get out. Well, yeah, where you just want to get out, but it's just still safe to stay in. So, I don't know what that, like, really like temperature, but it's, like, you should be uncomfortable. You should want to get out.
2: That's a big thing. Yeah. And Which, uh, what's, like, was it 2.5 times dopamine afterwards? No. No, no. So, the... I mean, that might have been the increase. I think it was two point five or three, but I it's it was, but that's basically irrelevant without the time frame. So this is what I found significant. I don't remember the exact time frame, but it was it was something crazy, like four to eight hours or somewhere in between. There is how long this like increase of dopamine lasted, which is very insane. Like well,
1: in comparison, nicotine that's and sex are both. A two times increase.
2: Yeah, yeah, but like like in so an orgasm, compare that. Like that's literally a couple of seconds. Well, like yeah. we're having You're obviously you can't compare it to, um, that level. I don't think it'd be two point five for that long. Cause you know what I mean. It probably yeah. like
1: yeah. gets to two point five yeah. and then slowly yeah. slopes off. But, but still, it's still, like the it's fact increased that it for gets that long, still significant. I mean, it's, it's more of an increase than in yeah, sex nicotine, which is.
0: I remember, uh, but also. One thing is if you're, like, weight training and you're trying to, like, gain muscle and, like, try to, like, turn muscle tissue and try to gain weight, you shouldn't uh, do a cold plunge right after your workout because then they'll reduce inflammation with the exact opposite you want to do. So make sure not to do that unless, like, four hours, you say, afterwards, then you get yeah. around safe to do it. But what's, like, interesting is, which makes you, like, realize um, is that uh, cold plunges you can do cold showers, though, afterwards because they're not... Yeah, they're not nearly as effective. I mean, they still, like, give the dopamine. I'm pretty sure, but not to the extent of the cold plunge or yeah. ice bath, but uh, you can do a cold shower after weight training sessions because it still doesn't it doesn't affect uh, your... Inflammation. Yeah, it doesn't reduce the inflammation that much. So cold showers are good, but if you have the opportunity to do ice bath, those are uh, more significant and better.
2: So yeah, the whole inflammation thing makes sense, too, because uh, some supplement companies actually sell um, products to like specifically cause inflammation. Like there's a <laughs> compound by an enhanced athlete called arachidonic acid and it literally just inflames your tissue. It's interesting.
1: Would, uh, so a sauna right after a workout, that'd be fine. That's cause yeah. Sounders don't, heat doesn't mm-hmm. decrease inflammation. It just increases blood flow. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So that would actually probably
1: help you grow muscles yeah. to some degree. Yeah. I know. Maybe for not sure. significantly, but
2: it pro- I, I most definitely probably wouldn't be significant, but I mean, I wouldn't dismiss it. Mm-hmm. If yeah, like, we wouldn't
1: say that you're gonna be massive if you sound after <laughs> lifting, but it
0: it's, yeah, it's good to do. Like we, I mean, we've sound multiple times after work. I try to like yeah. do it as much as I can if like we work out and we want to. Like we we're gonna sound a day, but Hunter was about to throw up. But yeah, we didn't. Yes, yeah, was uh, one study also by uh, Andrew Huberman uh, the growth uh, one one. Was oh, it? It wasn't it like two. It was like two hours of sound. It It was it?
1: two hours. 30 minutes on, 30 minutes off, and like 195 degrees Fahrenheit. And then the 11 minute, or not 11 minute, maybe there's not even a cold exposure part of it, but something like that, and it increases your growth hormone production by 16, 16. times. Yeah. Which but is, that's for like that day.
0: Yeah. If you continually do it, like I, remember, I didn't say it that. it goes if, like from 16, 8, four, 2. Yeah, which is interesting. So you don't want to, I remember him talking about that. It's like, you don't want to sound it too much if you're if you want uh if you're going to, to, for the growth hormone, it's you don't want to sound too much. You want to limit it, like you don't want to sound it every day. Yeah. Like maybe mm-hmm. I think it was like two or three times a day. He a week, I mean, he does it.
1: Yeah, but yeah. there are, there's other they're uh, different protocols. For yeah, it. exactly.
0: There's different protocols, different aspects, like what you want. Like if, but specifically, if you want more growth hormone, I f- I think you don't want to do it as much.
1: No, and another uh, Andrew Huberman, Andrew Huberman podcast uh, thing I watched one on stretching. And the best protocol for stretching, he says, is you do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off for two minutes. Yeah, two minutes for each stretch that you're doing. Yeah. And do that for as many stretches as you want. And that's the most optimal stretching. Interesting. Yeah, I did that. And I must release some lactic acid or something because I felt like death for the rest of the day.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I've been starting to do uh, yoga every once in a while, like when I can, like in the morning. And that honestly helps. Like, I guess... It's a good way... To, like, honestly, feels really great if you do yoga. It's like, sounds like a... I don't know. It's, like... It's not, like, a manly thing to do yoga. Like... No. But, like, it's, like... It's very, like, healthy and it feels great, honestly.
1: Mentally and physically. Yeah. It's kind Another calming.
0: thing he always talks about is, uh... The number one thing, if, like, if you want to help someone, like, an athlete or just in general, like, improve the quality of life is, like, sleep and stuff like that. Going to bed early and, like, being awake for the day. And one thing that's interesting is, uh... What he does in the morning is he, right when he wakes up, he makes a beeline He says to outside sunlight, thirty nah. minutes of sunlight exposure. Yeah, in the twenty morning. minutes to thirty minutes of sunlight. I mean, depending on how cloudy it is, he'll do more if he needs to. Yeah. But which really makes you awake. And I've been like doing that, like because I'll do yoga first thing in the morning, outside, and it, it, it does make a difference. You feel very energetic compared to like where you'd be drowsy. Yeah. And like the, like little stuff like that, if you like watch Andrew Human and stuff like that, like can just like honestly massively improve your quality of life. Like it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But also another thing is like. Uh, not drinking caffeine first thing in the morning because it's uh, what's it called the adenosine blocker that's what caffeine does yeah exactly and your your adenosine system isn't even activated yet because you just woke up which makes you
2: tired is that correct so yeah you, for the most part yeah. want to get into that I uh well yeah like you hit it right on the nail right on the nail I'm pretty sure like your adenosine isn't gonna be um like you don't you don't have enough time for you like to get tired because you're just waking up like your cortisol spikes and your adenosine system hasn't really activated yet. So, I mean, if you drink caffeine and it's, it's, you don't have any adenosine in your body, it's just not going to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's how it works is by blocking adenosine. So you want, like you you almost want more, the more adenosine you have in your body, the better the caffeine is going to work. Yeah. It
0: sounds weird, but that's how it is. Another interesting thing he said is, um, it, uh, not only will it work better, I think, but also it it says that it will eliminate almost nearly the like the, like the midday crash people experience from caffeine if you wait an hour and a half. I don't know for what what reason, but that's what he claims like so wait an hour and a half before you have caffeine and that'll make it the crash go away apparently as well yeah, another thing is like for sleep quality also is I feel like everybody knows this, but like no one actually puts into like use is like avoid bright lights before you go to bed because like it's very significant if you like you realize if you actually start like not going on your phone like just you just having your phone in bed mm-hmm. like for an hour like that's so bad light. yeah it's, so get like yeah. blue light I got blue light glasses I don't know if yeah, yeah it seems to help those. but I feel like just avoiding it all together would be better
1: yeah, well because sure. it messes with your melatonin yeah production because yeah. when you have light it just sends
0: signals to your brain that it's not time to go to sleep so yeah I mean yeah that makes sense another thing um about melatonin, actually, he said that you shouldn't be taking melatonin because it's like uh, someone do with your hormones, like if like it mess up your testosterone. Like, there's actual studies on this. It sounds like a pro science thing, but I don't, cause I don't know the studies mm-hmm. or what the actual details of it are. But it's along the lines of like, it's really bad, to, like to give your kids like melatonin. It apparently, messes with your hormones and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh,
2: I can imagine. It's uh, do you know what he's talking about? I, I, I wish I could. <laughs> I can't recall completely, but I'm pretty sure it has to do with a, a, a growth pathway. Um, that's from what I, I should look it up. Honestly, yeah, look it up because
0: I want to because that's important. Because I feel like a lot of people don't realize that. Because he was stating like it's a very obvious thing, but I was like thinking to myself like I don't think anyone knows that melatonin is like a bad thing you shouldn't do. But like he's like like this is terrible for you. You should never give your, it's like giving your kids like I don't know. Well,
1: when you think about it, if you start taking testosterone, and you increase testosterone, uh, super, I don't know, super, whatever.
2: Physiological?
1: Yeah, if you get to like super physiological levels, it messes up your natural production of it. Mm. I can imagine it's the same thing for melatonin.
0: Yeah, I think, I understand that, but I I don't think it's even regards to sleeping. I think it just generally like messes up your hormones. I don't don't know why, for whatever reason, synthetic melatonin is just really bad for you. So like he says to use other, um, I feel like the biggest thing you, don't, you shouldn't need a I mean, sometimes you may need a supplement with that, but I feel like generally, if people exercise like 60 minutes a day, they don't have caffeine late at night. I mean, I do, I'm, I do that, but uh, and don't see bright lights late at night, like, and like, mm-hmm. then like their sleep will, your sleep quality will improve dramatically. Like, you shouldn't need to supplement. but like, if you do, like, uh, what are some alternatives? It was like, like Valiant
2: Rep. Yeah, ballerina would be I've good. Got, um, yeah, sure. there's not, to my knowledge, anything else, though, that really compares to, like, the drastic effect of melatonin. Like, yeah. It, it, it works. Like, that's why people take it, you know. Um, but It's just, like, covering up the issue, though. You need to you gotta go to the
0: roots of it. Like, it's not that hard to mm-hmm. if you just cut out caffeine, like I said, and all the other stuff, you know, drastically... And that's the yeah. one thing he says. The number one thing, if you want to improve your quality of life, is get better sleep. Because I'm sure everyone, everyone like knows it, but they don't actually do it. And it's di- in today's world, it is kind of difficult with how work, Exactly everything the way the world works. Everything's so we, online too, so you, why wouldn't you be on your phone? Exactly. Why wouldn't you? I mean, you have this, you have this box here that can produce, like give you a massive amount of dopamine, and like why wouldn't you look at it before you want to go to bed? And it's just like, but you just, just people need to realize this stuff.
1: Yeah, it's like getting a hit a crack.
0: Yeah. Before you go to sleep. What's <laughs> yeah. like- interesting though is I remember he talked about also is uh, Andrew Huberman, is when you go on your phone and stuff like that. Initially, there's a boost of dopamine, but eventually you start scrolling and you, like you don't even get any more dopamine anymore. You just keep doing it anyways, though.
2: Yeah, it's like the same thing with rat, like the rat study with the cocaine, where they push the buttons to get more cocaine, they push a lever to mm-hmm. get more cocaine. Like, yeah, they'll keep pushing it, but the dopamine stays at normal level. After that,
0: it's like the definition of addiction, is that not? Like- yeah, and yeah. I think he, how Andrew human described addiction is the slowly the degrading of things that you find enjoyable and it's just like slowly narrows to that one thing. Mm-hmm. That's what it, I think that's what that's what he defined it as. Yeah, or So well, I, I'm paraphrasing obviously but mm. but no nah.
1: another thing that I believe improves the quality of sleep there are studies on like when you should form habits. So you should have like six habits that you want to work on And then you should try to accomplish four in a day. And then I guess this is more regards to like dopamine levels, but Mm -hmm. you should do in the first nine hours of being awake, you should have performed like linear habits. So just like step-by-step things. So I don't know what an example of that would be,
0: but what is a linear
1: habit? It's Uh, just like, it's just like set in stone steps. Oh, it's all, like, like,
0: it's not, there's no ambiguity, it's just... There's no creativity. Oh, yeah, no, you It's saying. just, like, straight line, like... Like a walk. Like, I need to, like, face, wash your face, you just need to... Yep, wash like, do the dishes or something. Yeah, Something okay. like that, you want to add yeah.
1: that. Or shower. Yeah. You want to take cold showers, that's an example of a linear habit. Yeah. Okay. And then from hours 10 to 16 or 17, you should be performing, like, creative habits. So if you want to make a habit of writing, you should do that in uh, 10
2: to 16 hours of being awake what would read oh in, yeah human talked about this too i mean yep. that was very interesting
0: would reading fall into the creative creativity no i think
1: i think it's it w- not making like your mind but i think you would read after because your body's in a more calm state
2: okay you might be able to uh, yeah you There'd, it's hard to say but like i don't know because a lot of like people like for example like ADHD or something and like they as soon as they become stimulated like they can't they're not gonna put down a book you know what I mean like- yeah that's
0: the one thing that's interesting about ADHD I remember Joe Rogan was talking about it or he might have brought it up as well is they what the misconception is that they can't focus at all which is true but most stuff but if they find something that they're genuinely interested in, they can't stay away from it they'll they get too much focus they get tunnel vision on something like that so if you have ADHD you'll just absolutely focus on something yeah. Which is- I feel like people don't understand that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing with habits is that you're not supposed to reward yourself immediately. It's what, I forget what the term he had was, but it's like random
2: Random.
1: delayed gratification or something, something like that.
0: I think we're doing the same thing. Yeah.
1: And then it was just like you randomly reward yourself for, uh. Completing tasks. Like, say you, like, read. You shouldn't be like, oh, I read. I'm going to go eat some cake or something to reward your dopamine system. You shouldn't do that. And also, when you're building a habit, the best way to do it is to have failures. And he said the ratio of it is 85% success to 15% failures when you're building a habit because then the pathways build better in your brain because you do learn better from failing. But too much failing is a negative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's not enough is a
0: negative. That's very interesting.
1: Plus or minus two percent
0: on that. Yeah, I think that I heard the same thing. Was the I think I talked about it with you guys the other day at basketball, but the thing about how Angie Tuman was talking about how children would write in uh, not write, they would draw pictures and they like to draw stuff in uh, like in the nursery or preschool, I think it was. And they would just they draw by themselves. But when people started the parents started rewarding them and then they stopped rewarding them, um, the kids wouldn't want to draw anymore after they got, after they stopped getting the rewards, like they would just stop doing it. the thing that they already did by yeah, themselves. Yeah. But like now that they, the lack of rewards they have that's present, they wouldn't do that. Which so is you they,
1: shouldn't reward your
0: kid for doing something that they decided to do on their own. Mm-hmm. I essentially think, yeah, I think mm-hmm. well, it's, I think it's also I don't know exactly, but I think that it's just it's just an mm-hmm. example of that rewards can be dangerous you shouldn't always like yeah. useless rewards should not be like applied because that, that can hurt someone yep even like your kids like when you grow older you're not gonna be getting compliments and like all these things like all these generous like things that you normally get from your parents when you're like a baby like playing basketball or something They're like oh good shot good shot but like as you get older it's just like a little clap like and i yeah. feel like some people struggle with that i guess like i feel like you shouldn't have to rely on a compliment or a reward from someone else like to do it a certain thing, you should generally do it because you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that somewhat teaches that if you reward them. Like, I mean, like, say, like, a uh, participation trophy. I don't know. Yeah. I
2: like, that's stupid. I feel like a lot of people agree with that. Like, it's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Participation. I, yeah. I, I have a weird, like, like uh, opinion on, like, the whole, like, en- enjoyment thing. Like, um, what was I going to say? Like, everyone says, like, oh, you should do things that make you happy and, and do things that you would, like, enjoy. It's like... In my opinion, like, it, it's like the complete opposite. Like, you don't want to... Like, it's not... The goal is not to be, like, happy or find... uh, uh that, Or to enjoy something. It's just, like, it, in, lo- in the long term, it should be, for, like, just complete fulfillment. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. like... I don't know, it just puts you higher in... You know, confidence well, hierarchy, is, really. The thing is, it's not
0: sustainable as well. I mean, you can all realize, like, you're not going to be happy 24-7. And just, like, really not possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the one thing you should chase is fulfillment. Yeah. But also... This one, I don't know who it was, but I was watching this podcast one time and this guy was talking about how he lived his life. He said that he would, he said he would spend majority of, you spend the majority of your life like, uh, like unconscious, like you're not, not consciously thinking about everything you're doing, you know, you're not like consciously making decisions. The Majority of the time you didn't do that. I don't know what percentage, but the majority of the time you're just. Not thinking, you know? You're making subconscious decisions. Yeah. And he said, but whenever you have that time where you have the conscious uh, times when you can think, stuff like that, he says he tries to do the hardest thing and try to do hard things because when it comes to unconscious times, then you are, it's easier. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think, but like when you have the ability to choose, choose to do the harder things just because like you have the ability to do that and it's going to make the rest of your life easier, mm-hmm. which makes sense to me. and I've tried to put that to practice a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's what yeah. really that makes sense. makes sense. I feel like people straight away, too much nowadays of just, like, doing harder stuff, like, yeah, like, you can, I mean, society's really easy nowadays, like, you don't, it's, it's, di- it's different, it's not, like, it's not not easy, it's, the the hardships are different, mm-hmm. they're not, like, physical hardships, they're, like, fulfillment hardships, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah and I feel yeah, like,
1: because, I feel like if you imagine, like, going back to, like, the Great Depression, it's like, maybe that's a bad example, but, like, it was just more, like, physically, difficult things like the jobs you worked were just physically yeah, they are very labor intensive but now it's more like what job do I work
0: yeah exactly like a desk job or like stuff like that but I feel like um, like as a man I mean as a woman too but like generally as like a man I feel like you need to do more physical like stuff you need to do some hard things like you need to exert yourself because it's like kind of what you're hardwired to do like you're so we evolved from being hunters, stuff like that, and I feel I feel like people are straying away from that, almost straying away from like traditional generals. I mean, they need to be absolutely traditional, but I'm saying like there is some biological hardware we have that if we try to stray away from, it's gonna we're just going against our nature. Mm-hmm. So in regards to like physical exertion, I feel like people are trying to stray stray away from that, and it's just like not. You can see it, it can affect people. I feel it's not. Have we good. talked
1: about how that uh, decreases testosterone? Uh I am not sure. There are certain things that you can do that'll decrease testosterone and there's certain things like doesn't uh weightlifting yeah, weight- increase testosterone?
2: Yeah, it does. But like the whole like I was saying earlier it all depends on the the length of the increase. If it's an acute increase, like yeah, it's that's nice, but like it's not going to have a, a systemic effect for a prolonged period of time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but
0: no, like I feel like everyone should they don't need to weightlift, but They need to do some physical exertion, like 60 minutes. I think... I don't know what... Uh, Exercise, like... Exercise, yeah. And even if it's yoga. Yeah, yoga. Even you do... Yoga is hard. 100 push-ups. Yoga is Yeah. Yoga is really difficult. People shouldn't yoga all they want, but that shit's hard. Sometimes I'd rather do a hard weightlifting session compared to yoga. No,
1: some of the... Like the yoga we do for basketball. Oh, my God. That boho lady. Yeah. You just feel bad
0: about yourself. It's very hard. It's... Imagine we should do hot yoga one time. It was so nice. That sounds miserable yes. to be honest. I <laughs> so, try whole it point, though. though. You'd
1: like, yeah. You just just We still have to go do our uh, sensory deprivation
0: tank. That's just scary. I'm doing the two hour <laughs> session. That is just scary, have to, dude. Yeah. Would you do that, Russ? Uh, sensory deprivation tank. I'd probably do it. Yeah. You hear Joe would, Rogan?
1: He had a he, had hallucin- he hallucinated yeah. while he was doing it. That he was like in the jungle with a oh, tribe. And they're speaking a language that he's never heard before. And then he's like, Oh my god, I I understand their language. <laughs> oh my god. But it, like it was a language he's never heard before, but he understood it That's just it's terrifying. And it's hallucination. And he just snapped out of it. That's weird. And I'm hoping that happens, to be honest.
0: That would be so cool. Oh, dude, that just scares the shit out of me. I hate that.
2: That'd be awesome. You can get out though anytime, I'm sure. Like No, they lock it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I know what I'm just trying to say. Is like I'm sure it's not hard for like for you to like Instantly get out if you wanted yeah, to. You yeah, could probably yeah. just slide a door open. Exactly, because it's a
1: pod that they put yeah. you in in Duluth. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, you can just you literally just sit there and float, correct? Yeah, I think they give you earplugs and just it's pitch black in there and salt water cause high salt.
0: Yeah. Well, it just like takes but, away yeah. all your senses. I mean sensory deprivation. is what it is. Yeah. So you just like don't even know yes. you're living yep, no, anymore.
1: No, exactly. The only thing that you have is your brain. That's End crazy. And that's probably the ultimate dopamine detox. Just sitting
0: in one of those for yeah. three days or what? No, dude. I bet I bet two hours. Imagine. I bet that
1: on. works wonders for you. Ryan. Yeah. All
0: right. I need to take a piss quick because I have the bladder of a four-year-old. But yeah, I'll be right back I quick. You, can. Okay.
1: you don't, don't have to stop to it. I'll
0: just be right back. You, you don't have to pause it. Okay. Continue without me. Oh
1: shit. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna try a thirty-minute podcast. So this is the end of this episode. Uh, thank you for watching, and we have merchandise coming, so check that out. Thank you.